Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, everybody, to Drive Through Sports special college football playoff pregame show. Uh, here, Adam Freeman coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia. And Paul Brees uh, is coming to us from Brentwood, Tennessee. We are about 20 minutes away from the kickoff of the college football playoff. We're going to give you our thoughts on that. We're also going to reflect on what was a wild, wild card weekend in the NFL. We're going to talk about coach, some coaching changes and uh, some, some new uh, possible broadcast avenues uh, for the NFL and maybe another market that they need to tap into. Brees, what do you want to start with tonight? Well, it's, a, uh, it's twofold uh, up here at Brentwood. It's a uh, snowy uh, – Listen, for those people that don't know what a Tennessee snow is, anything you see a white, a white, oh, excuse me, wet flake, uh, that's when people freak out. Uh, we were in the freak out mode today. We uh, canceled school for it, and uh, hey, you know what? There's there maybe a possibility of a day two snow out tomorrow. And uh, listen, I, I thought that we alluded to earlier that this whole virtual thing was the death of the snow day. That the snow well, I will, I will say last that, hurrah. The yeah, Bill Hall snowbird days are over, we thought. I did think that uh, there's a reason why. There are some uh, students that do come into the building, and so uh, they cannot provide, obviously, transportation. Um, and so that is still how we're clinging on to the snow days. So uh, you're, you're, you're saying that because this handful of students can't make it in, due to the bad roads that if they can't make it in and they're coming in because that's the only way that they can get an education because they don't have internet or they don't have, they can't do a virtual. So, so y'all, y'all basically were un, un, uh, unfettered today as, as teachers in Williamson County. Is that what you're telling me? Well, I, I, I don't want to say that we're always working hard, but uh <clears throat> Let me let me just uh, briefly. I know we're trying to wrap this up as quick as we can. We got a big big game. Let me tell you how the um, the communicating of snow days has evolved, right? And I, I I'm sure you can jump on this bandwagon as well. Oh yeah. You know, when we were growing up, uh, it was up to ourselves and our parents to get up, look outside, and then all of a sudden we would have to turn on the local news to yeah, see a snowbird, absolutely. to see something, to cross our fingers and see that our school w- or our county uh, w- was going to close, right? Right. Well, you had a different – because you were in private school, so you didn't even know. So you had to look at the ticker, right? Because – I had to look at the ticker. I couldn't yeah. see the map. Yeah. So right. for me, like as a kid growing up in Williamson County, the best thing that I could see was when I look at that map of Tennessee and Bill Hall's got all the counties – Dude, I need to see Williamson County snowed out, baby. And everybody in Tennessee that's ever seen uh, a snowbird episode (laughs) knows exactly what I'm talking about. You want you want to see that snowbird in your county, brother. And, uh, you know, you probably prayed all night once when you saw that first flake. Um, And that's uh, that's 
that's a rite of passage to me uh the, the snowbird days so those are those were special well let me let me quickly tell you how this all played out today adam as obviously you know i i wasn't expecting snow it was our first day back from remote in person uh five o'clock phone call the phone call right the phone call tree from the county um we're talking a.m we're talking a.m 5 a.m in the morning uh students were going to be two hours late today uh you know teachers uh please use use your discretion but you do need to report on time okay that's just kind of a given right um so i you know i don't you know, when you get a phone call at five in the morning, right, Adam, your, your heart kind of skips. You know, you got adult, uh, older kids now. You just oh, want to yeah. make sure nothing stupid has happened. Uh, everybody's okay. You got some elderly parents that, you know, you, you're worried about your grandparents. But, yeah, that 5 a.m. phone call, not what you're expecting uh, when, when snow is not even forecasted. Oh. All right? We got the two-hour delay warning. Ten minutes later, you hear your phone, uh, you know, it, uh, uh, I call it tweeting. It's not a Twitter uh, notification. It's it's a, a, a text message. Right. Now they communicate you via phone, via uh, text message, and now via uh, email, right? So to give you all this information, it's all coming in in waves, right, as they're trying to go through. So we get the two-hour delay. I, I, I decide, okay, I'm getting up now at this time. I don't really go back to sleep, sleep, but... I get up around 6.15, about an hour later, and to start the process of going to school. Make a quick trip to Chick-fil-A. I get out. There's no yeah. snow on the ground. There's nothing going on. Um, they give us the heads up that there's an impending weather front coming in. For <laughs> Chick-fil-A, I'm still thinking, what is going on? I get almost about a mile and a half from school, hit the stop sign, and my phone rings. And it's the school system. Uh, schools have been canceled. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? So you're feeling, you're feeling, you're feeling oh, yeah, cheated so, at this point. Oh, you're feeling cheated so, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got, I got completely dressed, had a little Chick-fil-A, which was great. Um, now I got to go home, figure out what's really going on. <laughs> Apparently some, uh, some uh, cities down in the South end of the County, the Thompson station, uh, uh, Spring Hill esque, uh, man, they got bombarded about three inches of snow and it has not even uh, snow to flake up in Brentwood. So there's my snow, snow story today. Um, it is now flurring pretty heavily with wet snow, right? Yeah. But it's, it's the milk and the bread shelves are cleared in Brentwood. Oh, gone. <laughs> Absolutely. And, Same here. You know, That's what happens here too. So. so I'm thinking snow day tomorrow because we didn't have any snow today in Brentwood and we got some now, maybe, Maybe this is legit. I don't know. But, you know, as teachers, when you felt like remote was really going to uh, nix the uh, whole snow day and you've, you've, you've gotten back to back, right? We had one on Friday as well. Yeah. I mean, this, so, this, ha- this had to be refreshing. Absolutely. And to I, know I that, that not even, not even virtual school can kill the snow day. That's good no, to know. Not at all. Not at all. So no. I, let's yeah, get I, on with this, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. All right, man. Let's start off just uh, shockwaves around the NFL. Uh, after what was a great weekend uh, of football. And again, let me just, let me say this. I don't think we're going back to the original format. It's going to stay seven teams. It might even go more teams. Yeah. 
because the NFL realized what they got in having back-to-back-to-back games on both Saturday and Sunday. They, as if they didn't own the playoff time frame anyway, I watched every game Saturday. I watched every game Sunday. And I know I'm not the only one. Uh, so in what what is normally Black Monday, it's Black Monday, you know, the the Monday after the, the, the end of the season turned into Black Monday, another Black Monday yesterday or yesterday or today for Doug Peterson. And we all kind of thought this was coming. You called it. You called it, I believe. You know, once once we heard that Doug Peterson was going to Florida to meet with the owner of the Eagles, we thought this can't this can't end well for him. I mean, here's a guy who three years ago brought him a you know they won the Super Bowl, an improbable Super Bowl win. Now he's gone, and so it's uh, it's just it's proof of how fleeting uh, a career as an NFL head coach can be. Love you one minute, hate you the next, and you got to keep you got to keep producing. He made some questionable decisions down the line. Um, he had a franchise quarterback that wasn't performing, felt pressure to take a ch- make a change, and then he makes another change that makes absolutely no sense, uh, taking uh, Jalen Hurts out and putting in Nate Sudfeld. And I think that I think that's what got him fired, Paul. I honestly do. I mean, one change, okay. Yeah. But the third string guy, come on, come on. Um, I, I think as you mentioned, it's kind of a chain of events that took place. I think uh, his relationship with Carson Wentz has kind of gone to pot. Uh, Zach Ertz is not happy. Uh, he's kind of your your go-to guy. They've done a horrible job of player personnel evaluating. Um, they they can't draft right. Uh, listen, Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator, it's gotten so bad that he said, you know what, I'm taking a year off from NFL football. I'm done. <laughs> And so, you know, when that occurs, something is not, a, a, you know, a right in, in the state of Philadelphia. And as you said it, not even a Super Bowl victory that it has eluded them forever can save Doug Peterson, uh, who once was a hero in that city. Oh, yeah. It could not, did not have to buy a meal in any restaurant that he had probably walked into. Oh, yeah. And now he's going to have to, uh, you know, pack his bags and uh, see where the next stop is. Yeah, get the for sale sign out, buddy. You're gone. Hey, listen, I want to drop this to you real quick while we're talking NFL. Uh, there's been a, a little scuttle, right? The Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans love-hate relationship. There is a slight, and, and I don't know if you've heard this or not. He wants out. He wants well, out. Obviously, he wants out. Adam – an ESPN insider shall be named Deshaun Watson to the Miami Dolphins in exchange for Tua and other player uh, compensation is in the works. Wow. I had actually even heard um, Jacksonville was going to trade their number one pick to Houston. I'd heard that too. You hear all kinds of crazy stuff. And we won't know anything uh, probably until we get a little bit further into this. But, yes, I had heard that as well. Uh, Tua, along with uh, Miami's first-round pick this year, which I think is the 18th pick, um, headed to Houston in exchange for Deshaun Watson. I mean, golly, the guy signs a monster contract, and then just, what were they, like 4-12? and 12? 
I mean, come on. Um, yeah, everything just kind of went kind of went south, and apparently that locker room is not where you want to be. All right, let's get to the NFL weekend. Brees, give me your give me your of the six winners. You know, from 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 six to one, like six being you know they won, but they didn't play their best to number one. How would you rank? How would you rank the performances of the winners? Um. Okay. So I, I feel like the uh, the. Uh, I know what you were about to say. Cleveland, but I think you're Cleveland right. Cleveland Browns win. Yeah, I know. The Cleveland Browns win is uh, number one. I feel like. Uh, listen, they were very fortunate. Uh, I felt like they were definitely handcuffed in the offensive line and still put it forty-eight. Yeah. Um. I feel like the Ravens definitely proved a point at number two. Um, I think the Rams uh, at number three was a huge, a huge coup. Uh, Jared Goff saves the day, kind of a Ryan Fitzpatrick-esque <laughs> type relief pitcher kind of situation. Uh, didn't need to really do anything major, just didn't need to lose the game. Uh, I think the uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh... Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, and Josh Allen and did enough to win against a... I, what I would say, a pretty good Colts team, okay? Really good. Uh, they they actually, should, bad, actually should have won that game. Yeah, kind of got a bad draw. I feel the Saints uh, was probably number five and then six. You know, the Buccaneers, uh, you know, the undermanned Washington football team um, didn't really show me a whole lot. I, I was a little disappointed. I feel like they're going to have their hands full next week, but um, – you know, we'll see. I listen. Keep keep your eye on the Browns, man. I, I I'm not sure if they can pull it off, but uh, you know, who, who knows? Well, I'm gonna. I got. I mean, I I will agree with you on on number one. I think the, the the best performance of the weekend was by far the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they came out and blew the doors off the Steelers. There was some time there in the third quarter when you thought, okay you know, Pittsburgh's going to, going to come back from this, you know, it was like 35, 23, and then they just couldn't convert uh, and had to punt it away. Cleveland scored. And and then, then it was, it was, you know, then it was pretty much over after that. But I think Cleveland is number one. I'm going to go Rams number two, because you look at that defense and what they did. um, I mean, Seattle doesn't lose at home in the playoffs. They just don't I think they won 12 or 13 straight. Um, I think that game all turned on the pick six that Russell Wilson threw. Um, So I think the Rams surprised a lot of people with their defense. They're going to have their hands full at green Bay next week. Um, And I feel like, you know, the, at, at number three, uh, it's kind of a toss up. 
Um, I feel like it was New Orleans for me because that game was really never – I mean, their defense and Chicago's offense was so bad, and it was because of New Orleans' defense. And I just feel like with New Orleans finally getting Breeze, Kamara, and Thomas on the field in the same game, I feel like that made the difference. And that game was never really uh, – there was never, never really in, in jeopardy of losing that game. Um, I think number four for me, I'm going to say number four is – Number four is probably Tampa for me because um, it's kind of three and four were in, you know, you could flip those around. I think, you know, that, that, that game was never really in, in jeopardy. I felt like they kind of had the, had control of that pretty much. Um, and I'm going to put Baltimore at, at number five um, because, I mean, Lamar Jackson played really well. Um, but other than that, I mean, if you give up 20, if you can only score 20 points against the Titans defense, I mean, and and think about this. There were a couple couple times there. I mean, think about if he doesn't if they can tackle him instead of let him run for forty eight yards. I think they can win that game if they force them to punt right there because it was like third and nine. I think if they could force a punt right there and stop him, I think that changes the whole game. Uh, and and number six uh, for me is the Bills because I watched that game and holy cow, it's like they just limped to the end. And I mean, that was, that was in doubt, you know, till the very end. Um, and uh, I think all of Bill's mafia is just glad that they won and can live to fight another day. And that's what it's all about in the end is just, can you survive in advance just like the NCAA tournament? And, uh, and if you can do that, then you're moving on. So I think we're going to have another great uh, divisional round this weekend. I just hate that the Titans aren't in it, but God, they just, offensively they were just anemic just terrible uh so anyway that's that's the way i would rank them uh, yeah. moving forward all right let's talk about tonight's game paul um you know obviously there's a little bit a little bit of a vested interest on my on my part i mean starting quarterback for the Ohio state buckeyes justin fields he's he's a harrison high school graduate you know i got to watch him play uh you know for two and two and a half seasons he got hurt halfway through his senior year um and it's just, he's just dynamic. He's a dynamic playmaker, dynamic athlete. Um, he's a big kid. He's like 6'4", 225. He can run. Uh, he's got a rocket arm. Um, and he, he's got some weapons. And he's got a running back in Trey Sermon, who also went to high school, went to Sprayberry High School um, in Cobb County. So he's a Cobb County product as well. So those two guys, and I think Justin had a lot to do with getting him to Ohio State from Oklahoma. Um, and so, you know, there's a, uh, you know, there's a little bit of a hometown, uh, connection there for me. Um, so I, you know, I'm going to be rooting for Ohio state. Um, and, uh, I think they can pull the upset. This will be a pretty big upset. Don't you think Paul, if Ohio state wins this game? Yeah, I think so. I think your guy, Justin Fields does not need to make mistakes. Uh, I think Bama defense is not what Bama defense of, uh, you know, the uh, of previous years, right, has been. But, you know, we've seen the tale of uh, two sides of a, uh, Justin Fields, right? The Clemson, Justin Fields, and the Northwestern, Amazing. Justin Fields, where you're just like, uh, you know, don't throw three interceptions, okay? Here's the thing about uh, Justin Fields, Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon. Yeah. 
you can hand it off to that guy, and that'll you know, just hey, just control the game, keep everything in front of you, don't force anything, and hand it off if you need to. And take advantage when they get you know when they load the box, he can take advantage, uh, and he can get outside and he can run and pick up those you know key first downs to you know extend drives. Another thing that's that's working against the Buckeyes though is they're without their starting kicker. Paul Bill has a contact trace for COVID, so he's not playing tonight. So their starting kicker tonight is a true freshman. Did not know if you were aware of that. Uh, well, I, I do know this. Uh, Penn State just went three and out. I'm sorry, Penn State. Oh, my goodness. Ohio State just went three and out, uh, and they're checking on Sermon on the sidelines. Well, that is not good. Which is not a good sign. If you're a Buckeye fan, uh, that is not good. Here's the thing about um, about this game. Uh, I believe if uh, I well, feel hey, like Ohio, Ohio State's got to score at least 35 points to win this game. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, hey, I want to give a shout out. Uh, two former Grassland Generals are playing with your friend Justin Fields on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, Mitch Rossi, senior. Uh, I'd call him a uh, listen. This guy's playing D1 football, right? Yeah. Uh, ended up being a preferred walk-on. think he uh, earned a scholarship. Uh, plays a lot of special teams. Good for him. And then uh, backup offensive lineman Max Ray, both Grassland Generals in middle school, now playing tonight in the big game. Wow. So there you go. I know your your guy has definitely got the limelight, but I thought I'd throw my uh, two middle school guys in there that are playing for Ohio State tonight. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um What's interesting too on the Atlanta, on the Alabama side, um, <laughs> I mean Mac Jones. Wow, good grief! Devontae Smith is so good. Um, Alabama Mac Jones originally committed to Kentucky. I don't know a whole lot of people know that <laughs> he was a four star coming out of Jacksonville, um, and he originally committed to Kentucky, and then of course flipped. So, um, but uh, be interested to see how much. Um, how much action Waddle gets. I know he was a game time decision. Um, but, you know, I think Ohio State's uh, got to, I mean, they can't turn the ball over. Um, they got established a running game. The fact that Sermon is on the, on the sidelines right now is not a good uh, He's actually walking a, back to the sign. locker room. Uh, Adam, I don't know if you are looking at it, but he's walking back to the locker room. This is, yeah, that's not good. Good. That's like that's like as a Titans fan seeing Derrick Henry walk back to the locker room. Yeah. Like this isn't good. Uh-oh. What is his? Uh oh, it's his shoulder. Yeah. So uh-oh. hey, what you know, Adam? I think we kind of flip flopped this whole episode from previous. We you know we we start out with the human interest with the snow day. I, I've got to have a feel good uh, story. I don't know if you want to jump in on this, but we need to talk about how Nickelodeon got involved with the NFL broadcast uh, yesterday. Listen. <laughs> Uh, I, I got to tell you this. Uh, I saw a tweet from a, a, a radio personality here in Nashville. His name's Kevin Ingram. And he told me, he said, listen, I, my, my son who never watches football with me has no interest. I told him uh, Nickelodeon was showing a football game. He sat there the whole time and watched it. it, it uh, you know, I think the NFL is doing the right thing, drawing some of the younger fans in by doing this. I think it's a great concept. Uh, my own son, who's uh, just turned 13, he was like, 
is that SpongeBob out there on the field goal post? <laughs> so, uh, man, what a great job, great promotion by the NFL. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, that's genius. Whoever came up with that idea is an absolute genius because just like you said, um, you got, you know, getting his younger kid who, you know, was not really interested. Um, you know, I, I, I heard also another local radio, uh, radio, uh, guy from, uh, from Nashville, Clay Travis talking about the same thing today, his six-year-old, you know, I mean, he doesn't really understand sports and all that others and his other kids do and, and love sports and love football. And, um, he's like, wow. He's like, you know, this is uh he, he sat there and watched it you know you got the explosions on the in the end zone and the the, the spongebob between the goalposts and, and the slime and everything on the screen and I, I, makes me want to go back and watch it to see what it was like because i didn't even know what was going on uh, but yeah i agree with you it is it is a it is marketing genius is what it is i mean that's why the nfl during the season i mean what they they you know they own they own sunday afternoon they own sunday and 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 Thursday pretty much. Um, and, uh, so, you know, you, you really see why, uh, because they're experts at marketing and, uh, and, and that's, that's brilliant. It's brilliant. Be interested to see if they go and they do that. Some more of that, uh, to, uh, next season. Um, be just, it'd just be interesting to see. Yeah. And we, and we got to give a shout out to Sean Payton, the coach of the new Orleans saints for taking the, uh, the slime bath after the game, right? The green slime that Nickelodeon is so famous for. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, good for him. Everybody young at heart. You got to love it. Uh, and as we're saying young at heart, uh, the Bama is just cruising down the field. Uh, like it's not a problem. So, Holy cow. There's your boy. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Waddle coming up a little gimpy on that deal. Uh, he's all right. He's all right. I don't know, man. Well, oh, he's coming out. He's all good. It's all good. I don't know, man. I don't know what he did. All he was doing was running. Hmm. All right. Well, that it, Adam. That was good. That's it, man. I think we. I think we need everybody just to sit back and uh, enjoy this national national championship game. Twenty twenty one started off right with some good football. Um, Maybe maybe the local boy can bring home the bring home the natty, and if he does, maybe he'll maybe he'll agree to an interview maybe uh, next uh-huh. year. Uh, maybe maybe a pre-draft interview. There might, you go. Might see him on uh, Hawaii Nation Sports Broadcasting Weekly Show with a pre-draft interview. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. But uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to this episode at halftime for Paul Brees, Adam Freeman. You're you've been listening to Drive Through Sports with Adam and Paul. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.